You're listening to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rundown Podcast. It's good to have your company. I'm Aidan Payne, joined as always by James Kleeman, Daniel Webb and Zach Standish. How are we fellas? Going very well, mate. Good, um, mate. Yeah, it's an ex- exciting Wednesday in the uh, Shep News office. Um, yeah, it's happy to be Bit here. Bit of a big day for you. Bit of a big day, but you know we're past it now. You know, we're able to come here and have a chat. It's always good. How about Wind yourself, down. mate? We yeah. are chatting on a Wednesday, the 20th uh, of July at 6, 6 p.m. Yeah, closing yeah. In on, on 6 p.m. Um, no, I had yep. a pretty good day off. Day off, yeah. yeah. What did you get up to? Oh, I just ran a few errands, cleaned the house. Um, yeah, that no, was, was pretty Fantastic, good. man. And Made some lovely brownies that he's treated us with here. Um, yeah, I certainly have. Just, um, yep. Those. Hopefully you can get out of your chair in about half an hour. No, I would never do that. Um, yeah, a pretty big week. It's yeah, it's been, been plenty really happening. A um, lot has broken, really. Yeah, we it? had, what, grand finals at the weekend, NCWL, um, the youth girls and the senior women's grand finals on Sunday. That was a massive day. Um, yeah, really, really big one down at Princess Park. Uh, what else did we have? We had, we had news upset, of Jed, yeah. Yeah, Jed Wright, Jed Wright um, being announced at, at Shep Swans as coach for the next couple of seasons. Uh, that was yeah something that we definitely weren't expecting. I'd heard you know some whispers and rumours, but yeah, wasn't really expecting that one. Um, yeah, and, and plenty of other. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, all been happening in the uh, in the local sports space. Obviously, yeah, mm. we got you know a bit of GV Suns news. The Gators locked in third spot. Stay tuned. Yeah, there's <laughs> uh, mate, there is uh, there is plenty going around. Um, yeah, so it's uh, exciting times in, in the Golden Valley if you're if you're a sports fan. That's that's for sure. And with finals around the corner, it's uh, only going to get better. Finals will come around pretty quickly, and yeah, it's just about a month away mm. really now. So it's yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, it is. Uh, Daniel's looking. A little bit of sleep, as always, mate. I'm awake. You just gotta what? I'm just trying. Just mate. try not to laugh. <laughs> try not to laugh. He's, just, he's got a lift, really. To be honest, oh, coming from you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we've got a bumper episode coming up. We spoke to Longwood President Ricky Shiner ahead of what is going to be a massive day for the Red Legs uh, on Saturday this weekend when they welcome uh, former. AFL Premiership player Cameron Mooney to the club as part of the Carlton Draft uh, pro, um, promotion. Massive one there for the Red Legs. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be day. yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, so looking forward to that chat with Ricky and yeah, um, as always, a bit of canteen chat. The got a little bit lunchtime league yeah, legend. Got a bit to uh, can, can, can contribute this week actually, which is uh, exciting. Have you actually? Chat. Yeah, for once. Yeah, I've actually brought not just to the copying Aiden's uh, comments. <laughs> got your got your own thing to say. I don't have a comeback to that because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, uh, we'll dive into it. What caught our eye? Um, I'm looking at this run sheet, and there's a few things that I've already mentioned that caught our eye. So it's not really that Ooh. exciting. But anyway, oh, uh, Daniel, you should have read it before you uh, before you started talking. The uh, uh, Something that you didn't mention was the uh, the Shep Swans uh, in the GVL. They uh, they got up over Seymour in what was a, a real exciting game. I was down there. Zach Zach joined me as well, and we are uh, you know the uh, Andrew Reardon's boys just just got over the line. They they were kicking straight early, and Seymour a bit wayward, and yeah, they really deserved the win. So that definitely caught my eye. Yeah, awesome, mate. Uh, James, what 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 caught your eye? Oh well, for me, mate. Um, oh, it was. <laughs> I feel like it's this every week, big Joe, right? <laughs> oh, you just, just spoiled it for him. No, that's all right. No, no, that's quite all right. Um, yeah, no. Sorry, I'm just reading this, uh, yeah, the running sheet. And no, yeah. We, and we, saw big Jared wait there. I know Dan, sorry, Daniel James, had the, an idea of um, how this run sheet would go, but we've already gone off track <laughs> as I predicted would happen. But um, no, yeah, for me, it was Jared Waite this week. I wasn't there, unfortunately. But um, yes, you were, Aiden, and uh, got some photos sent through on... Uh, via text message, uh, which got me up and about, just seeing him um, skill up over at Jatira Park. Yeah, boot a couple of fourth quarter goals. He said, "Yeah, he looked all right. He kicked one from oh, it was pretty tight from the boundary line, uh, set shot, and he just went back and dobbed it uh, from about forty five <laughs> out, um, which was pretty good. Pretty good to see. Thanks um, for coming. Yeah, mm. he's uh, 
He's a big boy. <laughs> Tell yeah, you what, he's, he's a big fella. Not yeah. like to be on the receiving end of um, him running through me. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be. Yeah, you wouldn't. Be, you, wouldn't you wouldn't want to be our <laughs> facing him. So, yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> mate, what what from last weekend did uh, mate, catch your attention? Speaking of uh, of big boys, uh, Damien Cupido has just gone out and oh. saved himself another eleven goals for for Gary. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a a, a a big performance from uh, from DC, the other uh, coach of the Kangaroos there. So. No, nah, fantastic stuff. Keeps yeah. him in the uh, finals hunt as well. Though. It does, yeah. How so many goals did he kick now for the season? More than 11, I'm so guessing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> over, over 50. Come you on, got, You've got yeah. a baby here, mate. You could, uh, you could yeah, just flick so, through um, and have a look. Yeah, the big, uh, the, the, the big DC is uh, keeping him uh, alive yeah, by mm. himself, as you said. So, yeah, when I, when I saw that, I was, um, yeah, the former, the, the, SN, the former Essendon uh, and Brisbane player. So, yeah, fantastic yeah, stuff. 74 for the season. 74, 74. goals. Yeah, what's Mallington? Well, Mallington's missed the past couple. He's mm-hmm. got sixty-four, and Jack, Jack Axel, Axel from Violet Town got thirteen on the weekend. He, he kicked thirteen. Yeah, so he's insert, also on seventy-four. Insert Hutto commentary. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, plenty yeah, of definitely. goals being kicked in the KD, mate. Um, and Aiden, how about yourself? Anything uh, catch your eye on the weekend? No, I've got nothing. I like, I was just thinking, spend the last five minutes trying to think, and I don't really have anything for it. Sorry, Willie. That's all right, we'll move on. That's all right. <laughs> uh, something that I'm sure did catch your eye, mate. Yes. Um, you mentioned it earlier. The the NCWL Grand Final, um, a pretty thrilling contest down there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a, a very cold and wet day at Princess Park, but um, now the, the action out on the field definitely heated up. Nice. Just, uh, yeah, like that one. Did you, James? <laughs> <laughs> he pumped you up the hype, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that one sucked. Um, yeah, so, no, it was, a re- on a serious note, it was, yeah, a pretty... Um, amazing day down there uh, at the NCWL Grand Finals. Obviously, we had Nathalia winning in an upset over Echuca. Like to do it again, you know, last year they uh, Echuca went in undefeated and Nathalia knocked them off. And and this year it was kind of like, oh, you know, they it could happen, could but it, it probably won't. You know, that it just doesn't. This type of things just don't happen twice. And yeah, it was about halfway through the second quarter, and Nathalia were in front. Um, kicked a couple of goals and yeah, got up, led by eleven points, and it was just you know, raining sideways, and it was like, geez, like you just I can't see a Chuka getting up here, and that it was at that stage I was like, maybe uh, maybe they're going to get this done again, like it was just, and then the Chuka, as all good sides do, they bounce back, um, yeah, with a couple of goals in the third quarter, and it was all tied up at uh, three quarter time, and yeah, it was uh, all, everyone was. What, James? Sorry, what? No, nothing. Sorry, I'm just oh, hanging on. I thought you were going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sorry. No, we were following no, your away, tweets yeah. um, back in the back in the office and, yeah, just seeing the, the hype around the youth girls as well. The Swans obviously got up there um, and then Nathalia just, just did it again. Um, so we, we were definitely <laughs> keeping our eyes on it. Um, but, yeah, you were lucky enough to be down there in the rain. Yeah, um, in the rain, that's it, mate. Getting getting cold, getting sick. No. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I was uh, rugged up, that's for sure. You, um, they did things a bit differently post-game as well, didn't they? I think you said you were waiting around the rooms, ready to interview someone, and there was there was no one in there? Uh, so they sang the song, Nathalia, uh, out on the ground. Um, and, yeah, I was too busy. I'd already gotten photos, and it was... Yeah, as I said, raining sideways and I was drenched and I couldn't get the ca- camera equipment any uh, more wetter than what it was. So I couldn't really go out um, and film the them singing the song. But I was like, oh, they'll probably go back into the rooms and, and do it again. But they just never did. So yeah. <laughs> missed out on that one. But um, no, it was, as I was saying before, it was just a pretty incredible uh, day down there. Yeah, awesome. I think a massive achievement for Nathalia. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say as well, obviously with Echuca, um, and you say, yeah, they're, they're over the last three seasons or something, the only games they've lost to grand finals. That's it, mate. So they've played, I mean, I did write it in the match report, it just escapes me, escapes me now, but last 36 games, so from 2019 they went through undefeated and then they lost to Marupna in the grand final, Echuca. Yeah. And then last year they went through un, unbeaten, made the grand final, lost to Nathalia. And then this year, yeah, obviously went through undefeated and comes to the grand final. They lose again. They beat Nath- they beat Nathalie by ninety five points. That is actually a month that's ago. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it just it it's just to me curse, it was to it? me it was just like no, nah, like Ichuga are going to walk in and, and 
you know, it might be a tight game. Um, you know, grand finals are different. Um, they always, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. And but yeah, I definitely thought that Achuka was probably going to end up um, getting the job done. But yeah, Nathalie, they just had uh, different plans. You know, Abby Favaro, Rennie Hicks, uh, Caitlin Price, Amy Sybottom, like those four just really stood up um, and they led the, the Purples um, to victory. It was, yeah, like the, some, of the, some of the hits in the game were just like, I'm just standing on, on the sidelines, yeah. just like, mate, I, I'm glad I'm not out there. Yeah. Like, We'd it was some, just, they were some, uh, full on at Very the sore bodies on, uh, on Monday. Yeah, that's uh, talking to Abby, who was best on. She kicked a couple of goals, um, and she took a massive mark in the last quarter. Like, it, I've never, it doesn't really happen to me much, but I was standing, it was right in front of me, and I couldn't help myself. I was just like, "What?" Like, yeah. out loud, I was like, "Like, I was gobsmacked." I was like, "How has she done?" Like, it was so wet, and she's just gone up and yeah, held on to this absolute screamer. Um, it wasn't a specky, but like, it was a. You know, running back with the flight. For the um, conditions, just yeah, it was like it was that. I'll uh, I'll remember that one for a while. That's for sure. Um, yeah, well, was it her that? What did she say to you after the game about Nathalia winning premierships? Oh, she just uh, yeah. Abby was it was pretty funny. It was um, yeah. She just said, "Oh, I I asked her about the belief from last year, and um, yeah, she was like, oh, you yeah, know, we all had." Plenty of belief that we could do it, and yeah, I guess Nathalia, we you know, we know how to get it done in finals. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Mate, it's just yeah, obviously with their you know with their, with, with their Murray League success recently, yeah, yeah. Just sort of shows for those that flags. for those that aren't aware, the Nathalia um, male uh, football team they've they won the past five Murray League grannies. Um, so yeah, over the past decade, all up the football um, senior football sides have won seven flags. Which is just Ridiculous. remarkable. Yeah, that is so, crazy. Um, now they're um, a bit of a powerhouse out there, the Purples. Um, and another crazy um, stat from that game was that it was the exact same scoreline as last year's grand final. Like interesting. Three goals, eight, twenty-six, defeated Chuka. Two goals, five, seventeen, and that was the same as last year. There you go, yeah. Kiara Cooper, who played forward for Nathalie, kicked a goal. She was really pivotal as well. She's played in all three grand final like wins that Achuka's lost. Like mm-hmm. so she played for Marupna, they won. She played for Nathalie last year, they won. And then yeah, this year. So whilst Nachuka's been on um yeah, what the receiving end of three losses, she's been on the other <laughs> on the other side, uh, holding the cup up, which is yeah, pretty crazy. And yeah, awesome stuff. And yeah, it's uh yeah, um, as, you, as you said with those uh, with those results or something. Yeah, probably for for for, for Sir Swamp thing on Twitter, he'd, he'd probably have a have a field day with that. But yeah, that is a uh, pretty you know, with the with the stats. That's a pretty uh, crazy thing to have the same scoreline two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know where you were going. Yeah, with that. <laughs> no, no, it's alright. That's alright, mate. It's it's, it's 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 been a long day, but uh yeah, no, it's a, a great day out. It seems uh, Aiden and yeah, we're all three of us boys are pretty jealous we, we weren't there to be honest. I did ask you to come down, but no one was that keen. You were I did say yes, and you said no. I did say yes, and you I said didn't not have to worry a about beer. it. But that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, we can't move on, Zach, because the youth girls grand final. We haven't even talked about that. Uh, which yeah, the Shepherd and Swans went on to win their inaugural premiership in the youth girls. Uh, it was their third season, and yeah, they've gone on and beaten Moama. So it was a pretty. Incredible uh, performance from the young Swans. Fantastic, capping off a pretty big, pretty big, big weekend for the club uh, with the Swans there. And yeah, yeah. It was a young girl, uh, Maddie Gray from Benella, was the one who who was a standout, wasn't she? Yeah, she certainly was. Um, she kicked three goals, Maddie, um, and her third quarter pretty much. Yeah, I mean they were in front by a couple of goals, but in the third quarter uh, it was a bit of a stalemate, and yeah, she. Kind of led from the front and yeah, kicked a cup, kicked two goals in that third quarter and definitely yeah, gave her gave her side a, a pretty comfortable five goal lead at the last break and um, yeah, Moama, I mean it was yeah raining at that stage and Moama didn't really look like uh, kicking a goal in the last quarter, um, but yeah, so it was a, a very good win for the young Swannies. Was awesome. there a, was there a good crowd down there on Sunday? Brave in the weather? Yeah, there was. Yeah, there, there really was. Uh, it was a you know, a couple of buses from one from Nathalie, one from Machuga for the 
uh, senior women's. But even when I rocked up for the, the youth girls, um, it was halfway through the second quarter when I got down there. And, yeah, there was a already a pretty sizable crowd. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if the rain made it look like that because everyone was under cover trying to, you know, get out of the, out of the rain. But, um, no, it was a, a pretty good crowd down there. So, um, yeah, it's great that... It's great that sides are able to, you know, be out there playing, but also contesting for, for finals and grand finals. Um, so, that no, was a, a pretty special day at uh, on Sunday. Yeah, awesome, mate. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, sticking on the uh, on the on the theme of uh, of footy, uh, we'll roll into our next segment, which we debuted about about a month ago now. And um, yeah, was, I, think, I think Tyler was saying today we've had a hundred pieces of uh, content from it. Uh, the old JVL data. GVL Data is proudly brought to you by the Moama Bowling Club. Get on down to the region's premier sports and entertainment destination. Alrighty, GVL Data. Uh, Daniel, please lead us off. Mate, that I can do. I was uh, I was looking at one-hit wonders this afternoon. You wouldn't know this because you weren't in the office, but... um. And I'm not talking about the uh, the Goitier, somebody that I used to know variety. I'm talking about wow. the uh, <laughs> the GVL variety. Um, we had a we've had a few one gamers in the GV this season, um, so I thought I'd dive in and have a brief look at um, a couple of the top performers. Um, Without you even going on, I could imagine that Neville Jetta would be out there. Yeah, Huey Jia would be out there. Yeah. Uh, Michael Barlow, yep. Xavier oh, Ma. Yeah. It's almost like you are. Help me out with that, uh, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had those four. Um, just a brief four-player yarn. Um, Neville Jetta, obviously, 31 touches against the Chuka for the Bulldogs. Uh, your Bulldogs in your shirt as well, uh, Aiden. So that was a, a good one from him. Uh, Xavier Ma came in from Carlton's VFL and, and played for Shep United. And as did Michael Barlow, who's been... Coaching Werribee, he he put on 28 touches, including 14 contested possessions for the boys down there at Deakin. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd just have a brief look at the uh, the one performance wonders. And, yeah, that's uh, just a couple, a little bit of the data that I uh, discovered. There you go, Daniel. Very nice. I like it, mate. It's a bit different, you know. Easy to get into a pattern, I think, with the data sometimes. So it's yeah. fun to uh, thinking out, nine thinking. numbing the old exactly. the old numbers. That's the yeah. side of the square, um, Daniel. I love to see it. What did what did you have, Zach? Uh, well, I I focused on the uh, Shep Swans versus uh, Seymour match, the one that you uh, famously said in your uh, what caught your eye. Um, famously, yes, <laughs> before the people. Um, yeah, <laughs> the I mean, um, it. it was a pretty um, it was a pretty interesting game when you look at the stats. I mean, um, obviously Seymour are a pretty you know good good. Uncontested side. I think I mentioned the other week. Um, they were you know top of the league in you know, un- uncontested marks, and it was something that you know that that it really you know picked up since uh since their winning streak started. But um yeah, Shepherd and Sons were able to really uh turn the uh, turn the tables on them in that sense. Uh, winning the marks um category quite comfortably at uh, ninety seven to fifty four. Uh, keeping the line so that it's, it's their lowest total of the season in in that category and yeah that that, that sort of led to them just dominating the uh, uncontested possessions. Uh, they won that one. Um, they won. That one, 246 to 176. So, yeah, plus 70 is an, an absolute smashing. And, yeah, you could notice it, like, when you were there, that the Swans just had so much run on the outside. Uh, Seymour just couldn't just couldn't stop him, really. And, yeah, just that youth and uh, that ball movement really uh, really caused him a lot of trouble. BJ did pretty well as well, didn't he? Yeah, he was the, the main catalyst behind it all. Um, the, the skipper in the uh, long sleeves of the Swans there, he had 40 touches. And of those 40, 30 were uncontested. So he was the one doing a lot of the damage. Your first game watching Swans? Yeah, yeah. the first time. I've, I've watched him live and yeah watching bj you know play I've, I've obviously heard a lot about him um you know obviously um over the over the course of the season and yeah seeing him live yeah, he's an absolute absolute star 21 handball received is something yeah that I, mm. I found that to be pretty incredible they obviously trust the ball in his hands sent them inside 50 11 times also got his six clearances five tackles so he, he was doing the hard stuff too so um, yeah overall um for the swans i mean there's something that yeah they can really sort of build their uh you know base their Reboot on, I guess, as well. And, you know, you could get guys like Zach Banchaver, 33, Tyrese Collison, 26. So, yeah, um, if you're a Shepparton Swans fan, you'd be pretty excited with the uh, 
the young cast they've uh, they've got down there and the, and the stats yeah really back it up. Yeah, it was, it was a very impressive performance there from the Swans, James. Um, what's some of the numbers that stood out, mate? I had a look at um, Rupert Skipper Matt Dean's game this week. Um, some of it really stood out to me. Um, I came across it because I was looking at tackles in the year, and he uh, he he picked up seventeen. A massive 17 tackles in Jeez. a game against uh, Rochester oh in round 11. That is a lot of tackles. Someone had 20 is, tackles uh, the other week, didn't they? Yeah, Rory Laird broke the uh, AFL. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm talking about Rory Laird. <laughs> AFL data. <Jeez>. What <laughs> segment are we in, mate? No, who was that from Rochi? No, Chris I, Chance? I don't think so, because I'm pretty sure Dean leads most tackles in a single game. Pretty sure about. That. I'm pretty sure I fact checked that on, yeah. on myself. Um, you fact checked that. Interesting. Fairly certain, seventeen is the game high this year. Um, yeah, there you go. I hope I've, <laughs> I've written the yarn and it's been published. <laughs> hey, I, I trust that you're right, mate. You've, uh, you've <laughs> done your research. So um, when when was this game, Matty Dean? Against Rochi in round eleven. Um, yeah, seventeen, and and the man um, so just tackling like it, machine. Yeah. Like he, um, yeah, averages nine a game, which is the, uh, leads the league in that this year. Um, so yeah, really, really important to a mid midfielder for the Cats, and yeah. Picks up, yeah, or roughly 17, uh, 17 touches a game. So, yeah, and he was actually injured from round 7 to 11. So, And you could tell they missed him. They they lost um, a few games in that little period there. So, yeah, when he plays, he's he's really important for Marubna. Yeah, he, no, he certainly is. Um, and his leadership uh, skills as well um, comes to the, the front when he's playing. Um, cool. Stat, stat from you, man. Mm. Stat from me. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm getting them. Just waiting for my uh, article to load. Oh. Um, so yeah, I guess whilst we're on GBL data and whilst we're waiting for my article to to load, um, because yeah, it actually is free. This uh, this one from yeah, the other go. day. For those tuning in that aren't aware, uh, GBL data is going uh, behind the paywall. Um, it's been brought to you. Um, Free of charge for the past uh, month and a bit. Yeah, uh, since we've um, yep, since we've launched GBL Data, uh, it is now uh, no longer um, free and it's gone behind the paywall. So um, yeah, if you are enjoying what the boys and myself are whipping up uh, each day, um, yeah, it feels like it's just. Been a while. It feels like it's been longer than a month. Yeah, <laughs> my whole <laughs> life. I know. Um, yeah. Then, uh, then, yeah. You'll obviously have to subscribe to the Shep News for two dollars a week um, for the first, however many weeks. I think it's twelve weeks. So, uh, t- hopefully, you can um, join us uh, for the ride, and we'll continue to bring you the uh, yeah the numbers. Um, also, whilst my article loads um, <laughs> and gets me the numbers uh gbl data there was some photos i saw the other day of, of you three boys um uh, I just and just yourself doing mate. a bit of modeling oh, i wasn't in there i'm not sure what you're talking about <laughs> no yeah, yeah we, had, we had a bit of a photo shoot i know zach uh enjoyed tackling me out on the grass i think it was in actually in today's uh, you've already had a look have you Daniel? yeah i had a look you made I, sure you looked all right made sure i got in here at 6 a.m just to just to make sure i saw myself in the paper um but no it's uh yeah we're in the ads now so if you if you see the ads and look in the shadows no longer is it is a bj squire it's now the uh the midday warriors so have a gaze if you if you pick up the paper um in the coming days yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, did did have a lot of fun uh, doing doing the photo shoot, especially, especially t- tackling you, Daniel. So yeah, I had to wash my clothes because uh, yeah, Zach tackled me for a photo that they didn't even use. So um, that's what we love to see. <laughs> I think they'll they'll end up using it, won't they? Oh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, just keep telling yourself <laughs> that. Uh, How cool. are we on with the uh, with yeah? The, as with the, it, as with it loaded, with, the, with your five G? Who are you with? Optus, uh, <laughs> Optus, and yeah, she's um, just uh, look. I think we're all ready to uh, rumble. Um, yeah, cool. So it was the fourth quarter uh, I was most interested in from the weekend's game between Tatura and Benella. Uh, it was a bit of a stalemate. Um, pretty windy conditions, so both teams were, um, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't the most riveting football matches I've watched, <laughs> um, to put it um, plainly, but uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Benalla. Wow. Tatura were up by 11 points at the last break and 
Benella had the breeze for the final quarter. And I know that, uh, you know, the, the wind was probably like a two, three goal breeze, but um, yeah, they, they really used that to their advantage. Um, they were getting smacked and they didn't win most of the, the stats um, at the end of the um, game. But some of the key stats from the four, fourth quarter was, um, yeah, pretty telling. They, they beat Benella, uh, sorry, Benella beat Tat in disposals, contested possessions. In contested possessions, they were plus 12. Um, they were plus 70 marks. Hit outs, they dominated 5 to 19. Um, also on the clearances, 12 to 8. Uh, tackles, 20 to 13. And inside 50s, 13 to 4. Um, Just, yeah, clinical last quarter from the Sainers there. Yeah, it really was. And that was one thing that Mark McKenzie said after the game was, you know, Yes, we've got the breeze, and um, you know, yes, we'll you'll use it to our you know advantage, but we've got to work hard. We can't just rely on that to to win us the game. It's so, not just going to happen, is it? No, it certainly isn't. Um, so yeah, the uh, the Saints lost the overall inside fifty count forty to thirty three. So they had what did I say fifteen? No, oh, sorry, they had thirteen inside fifties in that third fourth quarter. Jeez, delay concussion. Yeah, I reckon, mate, I reckon you're... <laughs> it's the numbers. It's the numbers. No, it's the delay concussion for days. Yeah, I'm, for all uh, those who don't know, Aiden got uh, cleaned up in the in, in, in the reserves game. Uh, came came back on Saturday with a nice uh, nice shiner. Ricky shiner. Yeah. Ricky shiner. Um, that's it. <laughs> Ricky shiner. <laughs> nice. Nice segue for uh, our upcoming uh, guest. Yes. Uh, yeah. So 13 to 4 inside 50s in that last quarter, but, but uh, Tat still won that uh, 40 to 33. Like... Yeah, pretty remarkable. Pretty frustrating, um, yeah, if you're, if you're Kirby, so if you're Paul Kirby, so yeah. Yeah, um, one thing out of that game, actually, we should mention was um, a pretty nasty injury to uh, Luke McGill for, for Tatura. He was stretched off in the last quarter, about five minutes in. Um, yeah, uh, he copped a really, uh, I think he copped a needle. He's back in a marking contest um, and... Talking to Curbs, um, yeah, it's not looking that great for Luke. Um, so sending, um, yeah, our, our best wishes to him. Um, I think he's fractured uh, his a couple of um, yeah vertebrae in his back. So um, never good. What you want? Yeah, hopefully Luke, if you're tuning in, mate, probably um, yeah. Could imagine you are, but <laughs> if you are, um, or if someone knows Luke, uh, yeah, just pass yeah. on our best wishes for him. And also there was another nasty incident um, on the netball courts at Shep Swans whilst I'm on the topic. Um, yeah, it was clearing, that. Clearing to Hudson, um, unfortunately. Yeah, I was on the receiving end of... Uh, she went up for the ball with Seymour's Casey Adamson and, and came, she came off second best, landed on the court. And, yeah, um, from the talking to a few people, yeah, she ended up with a um, concussed spine, which... Like I've never. Yeah, yeah it does that, that doesn't never sound good at all. So no. yeah, but as you said, yeah, for hopefully uh, everything is um, yeah, all good in, in, in the long run. And yeah, obviously that game was caught off at a uh, three quarter time, which is yeah, obviously the the right call. So now good to uh, yeah, yeah, from all of us here. Hopefully everything is uh is all sweet with um yeah with with, with those two because yeah we'd love to see him out in the uh the field and court asap. Well said, mate. Beautiful. And uh, no more GVL data. I can that just about I'm me. darted I'm, out. I'm, I'm darted, darted out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yep, me too. Um, Easy. Well, yeah, I got a lifetime league legend. I reckon uh, just before we roll into to Ricky Shiner. Okay, we're doing a lifetime league legend. Yeah, Daniel's been talking it up all day, so I think I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna leave this one in his uh, in his capable hands all day. Well, uh, that's a it's a big call because I uh, only looked it up this afternoon at about five minutes before we've done this. But um, yeah, lunchtime league legend. Obviously, each week. We uh we nominate someone and you know at the end we we might be getting a prize together or something the trophies are getting made as works, we speak man, works, um so we say every week but it's it's a long process but yeah um this week uh, I was looking through the results of my beloved Pecola and District Football Netball League uh, football reserves competition um, and Jake Henderson from Tungamar he kicked seven goals um, his side's top of the league let to use a, yet yet to lose a game. Um, and yeah, he stood out. I think he leads the goal kicking in the PD reserves comp. So yeah, he's our midday lunchtime league legend. The Beautiful, Jakey. If you're listening, mate, congratulations. Uh, well deserved, and yeah, you are in the running. So, I, yeah. I mean, I, I know I wasn't in today, so you, you you boys obviously didn't see it. But Longwood posted during, uh, I think it was Monday or Sunday that um, yeah, former president Mark 
Tadong, uh, Goodall put on the jumper in the reserve. So Ooh. I reckon... Uh, a dual midday rec- warrior of yeah, reckon, legend. Yeah, I'll, uh, sticking with the red leg theme, you know, we've got Ricky um, on the pod a little bit later on. I reckon Mark Goodall uh, would have been a, a good shout, boys, yeah. but no, you've missed that I, one. I don't so. mind both the of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're a democracy. We Mark, can... Uh, yeah. We yeah. can have them both in there. Sure. It's a ripper photo of um, Tadong too. Yeah. So yeah, it's getting around ha- it. Had the pleasure of meeting him um, pre-season. He's a, he's a ripper fella. Uh, hopefully, have a few cans with him on Saturday when I'm uh, down there at the Red Lake Stadium. Which segue into our next topic, which is um, yeah, our guest this week, which is Longwood President Ricky Shiner, uh, just chatting to us ahead of. Yeah, this weekend's massive day for the club. Uh, Cameron Mooney, three-time premiership player in the AFL, is heading up uh, to don the Red Legs jumper. So, yeah, we'll um, listen to that now. That's half time. You're listening to The Rundown, the Midday Warriors. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media. Let's get back to the action. All right, Ricky Shiner, the Longwood Football Netball Club president. Thanks for joining us on the Rundown podcast, mate. Um, yeah, this weekend it's going to be a big day for the club with um, AFL, former AFL footballer Cameron Mooney coming along uh, as part of the Carlton Draft um, promotion, mate. Um, yeah, how's everything uh, building up ahead of this weekend? Uh, no, look, it's it's all going well. There seems to be plenty of interest in it. It's uh, it's pretty busy week, pretty pretty full on actually. A, a lot of uh, papers and radio stations that wanting to speak to you and just make sure you got everything in order. So that's how it happens and travels smoothly. Fantastic, mate. And yeah, obviously it's going to be a, a big day for the club. I just said with Moons, but you guys have um yeah done a big a big effort to you know make the most of it. I guess yeah. For those who don't know, uh, what do you guys um have have planned for Saturday um off off the field? So it kicks off at uh, midday, Moons arrives at midday and we've got the the presence function yeah, sort of around about one o'clock for Moons, he'll shoot off and involve himself with the with the team and do the warm ups and all those sorts of things. And uh, yeah, hopefully then he'll uh, he'll get out there and he'll kick his winning score. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed, mate. How's it uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a, a wait for you because I think going back to April, I think it was when, when you found out uh, that you were going to be uh, involved with the Carlton Draft. Um, yeah, I guess talk me through the the start of, um, you know, f- from when it first began and, um, yeah, how it all came about. Yeah, so we entered the competition, which would have been around about March, mid-March, I would, I would think it was. Um, and, yeah, so early April we found out that we were obviously um, successful. Um, and then from there, you know, we sort of had to keep it tight-lipped until they promoted it. And then the um, obviously the draft was held um, around about the end of April. And, yeah, we sort of had to bide our time. We're the, we're the last ones to, to get our game away, um, which is yeah, kind of good in a way because you see how other clubs have, have done, what their experiences are and, and crowds and that sort of stuff. So we've learned a lot from that, which is good. Um and probably more importantly, the weather looks like it's it's going to be it's going to be okay because uh, probably going back about two or three weeks ago, the weather was pretty ordinary. So we're glad that we didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it, mate. Um, no, it is looking like it's going to be a a pretty sunny day, which is good. Um, yeah, so moons lining up on the ground. Whereabouts uh, is he going forward or? <laughs> Come on, we can't give it, can't give it all away. Uh, no, we, I, I think you'll probably line up to set our foot. Long was not a not a massive ground, so we reckon you know he can sort of operate around about you know thirty forty out from goal, and he can probably slot a couple from there as long as our um our half back and on ball is the thing and, and carry it to him. So, but yeah, we'll see how the day pans out. If he looks like he's getting a little bit bored and lonely up the fourth line, he might swing down back. We'll uh, we'll have to we'll have to see what uh, what Volatown bring to the table and. Uh, you know, if they've got their big, uh, their big full forward in or not? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, yeah. What's what's the uh, what's the um, communication been been like with uh, Moons over the past uh, few months in the lead up? I think you mentioned to me the other day it was a uh, f- five weeks or uh, or five goals. 
Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was uh, that was his statement to to get a gig in the Carlton draft. So I actually uh, had a chat to him today, and yeah, he's going. He said he's feeling feeling fit and fresh and ready to go. So I was just checking he's going to be training tomorrow night. But he reckons it's probably a touch too far, but that's that's okay. Um, but no, he, he seems he seems keen. He's keen to to hang around, and uh, you know, he just he's just all about the club. Um, yeah, sort of getting the best the best out of it, and he's wanting to give as much as he can to the club. So it's, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's it. And so, pres- president's lunch at, at twelve. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, so it's Cameron and Benny Dixon, uh, former Hawthorne footballer, now involved with uh, Fox Footy. They're, so they're both coming up. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're waiting to have confirmation on Ben now because there's talk that he was rostered on. So, uh, but uh, we'll. We'll find out whether he's been rostered on with Fox or not. So, um, but uh, yeah, it was Ben Dixon, but I'm not too sure whether it still is Ben. It could be uh, Brad Hodge, but we'll we'll soon see. Yep. Uh, I mean, no matter who comes up, mate. Uh, they're both, um, yeah, both going to be uh, great for for the people that that do come along to the day. Um, so I was just having a look through. Uh, Zach's article in today's Shep News, and yeah, there was a, a few. Um, there's going to be a couple of marquee set up uh, from Carlton Draft. Um, what are the, a few other things that are going to be run? Yeah, so obviously Carlton Draft bring up. Um, yeah, there, there's two Carlton Draft marquees. So one of those will be decked out as the uh, the White Hart Hotel um, marquee. Um, so good sponsors of ours. That, actually just sold the pub today, so it's going oh, to be they? changing hands. But they did. Yeah, they did, they did. But um, we're, our part of Fires Day is running in um, conjunction with with Saturday's game, which is sponsored by the White Hart. So um, there'll be a few fast players getting around that one. We've also got the marquee for the um, for the people that attend the President's Luncheon and, and likewise past players that want to enjoy that marquee that will be set up on, on centre wing. Uh, so they'll have prime position in their their own personal bar to keep them hydrated. Uh, we've also got some kids activities um, is there as well because it's a it's a family day, so we make sure the kids are taken care of and making have a good day. Yeah, beautiful, mate. And how many people are you expecting to get through uh, on Saturday? Well, that's a question. Looking at all the other games, the crowds have sort of been. About it, it's a finals type crowd, or three times the, the sort of general home and all crowd. So, um, you know, they're, they're sort of looking around upwards of a thousand people um, most, of, most of these events. So, you know, that's that's what we hope for. We hope that, uh, you know, the weather being good, split round in the KDL, and hopefully a few other people just interested in seeing a guy of who all their spotters will come to have a, have a kick country Yeah, how sort of big is uh, is um something like like this for your club? I mean, as you said, it's you know a finals type crowd. I guess yeah. Um, how how big is it? You know, um, to, to, to welcome such a big crowd to, to Longwood in a yeah a regular home and away season game. Oh, well, it's you know it's a massive kick in sort of financially to to get something like this. You know, see, if you're talking about a finals crowd, well, um, you know your your takings were you know you're sort of talking you know, two to three times of a, a normal home and away game, which is which is massive, and we're lucky enough to have a final later in the year. But not only that, you know, the financial side of things, it's just good to showcase your club and, and what you can do, what you can handle, and, you know, perhaps get other people to come in and have a look at your, your club that, you know, might necessarily take an interest in it any other time, and it might actually change their perception of what you do or how you do it. Um, and, and that's what we're trying to do. We're obviously on the... On the lookout for a for a senior coach, and you know, I trouble attracting people to Longwood because there's a perception that um, 
you know, we, we don't win games and, you know, we probably more so just care about, you know, being there and surviving, not actually winning, which is the furthest thing from the truth. You know, we're, we're, we're bloody hard to get the club back up on its feet. Um, and, you know, the, the next step for us is to get our senior football competitive and, you know, winning some games. And if sort of having something like this and promoting our club can help that, well, you know, that's, you know, that's the benefits of you. Yeah, that's, that's it, mate. No, you've, um, yeah, one thing that you've always mentioned to me was, you know, just if people actually came out and, and had a look at the club uh, and, and how it's run and, and not actually looked at the, the senior football results, um, you know, that changed their perception. And I'm um, no doubt when they do get out there on Saturday that, yeah, they'll um, that will happen. So, um, yeah, hopefully um, there's a big crowd out there on Saturday, mate, um, and hopefully Moons can help, uh, yeah, work his magic, um, turn back the clock. Uh, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to getting out there on, on Saturday. Yeah, we've come up there. It's, uh, it's been a long work and that hasn't been, that hasn't been a work. It's been everything but it's, uh, it's all worth it for sure. Yeah, awesome, mate. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, everyone's obviously very keen to see how it goes, mate. And yeah, I'm obviously uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, we can yeah, see as as Aiden said, see Moons uh, kick a few snags, and yeah, you yeah, know, come away with yeah, just a, just a fantastic result for the club, both uh, on on and off the field. That's it. That's what it's all about. Alrighty, Ricky. Uh, thanks heaps for joining us, mate. We'll let you get back to it, and um, yeah, best of luck for this weekend. I'll see you out there on Saturday. Beautiful. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, Ricky. Have a good one. Bye. No worries. See you there. That was our chat with Longwood President Ricky Shiner. Uh, it's always great to chat to he's Ricky. He's a great man, isn't he, Ricky? He, he, yeah, he just really absolutely rapper. loves country footy. Yeah, have ever you know, sit down and have a chat with him. He, you know, he knows all the scores and you know the leagues all around the all around the state. So. Yeah, it's a big day for him, and I'm yeah very happy to see Longy. Uh, yeah, have something like this, um, as we said in the chat. It's a uh, yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Mm, yeah, that's it, mate. It's hopefully for for the Red Legs, it is the start of you know something that um, can really flourish into you know some some you know bigger and and brighter and uh, more positive uh, results on the field. I, I know that as Ricky mentioned in that chat that. You know, they are travelling along very nicely off the field um, and it is people that only looking at the senior football results and and saying uh, what they like about the club. But, yeah, unless you actually get out there um, and for yourself, see what uh, Ricky and, and everyone else down at Longwood's doing, then, yeah, you get pretty blown away pretty pretty quickly. Absolutely. Um, Fantastic yeah. stuff. We'll move on now to the uh, remaining sports wrapped. Obviously, yeah, we, we can't forget about uh, everyone else. And um, we'll start off with the, um, with, 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 the, with your favourites, James, yeah, the, the GV Suns. There's a bit of a bit, bit of news rolling around with them. And I'm glad you've, uh, I'm glad this has got in this week because this is big news out of the GV Suns. Um, yeah, last week's 4-0 loss to Northgate um, means they're mathematically unable to finish anywhere other than bottom place on the... MPL two ladder this so season. So what does that mean? They so get dropped straight away. No, relegated. Usually, yes. But this season, boys and dear listeners, this season there will be a relegation playoff in Oof, August. Really? Huge. Not only a that, day. a relegation playoff against a potential MPL two hopeful from MPL three, either the third or fourth place team down there. Could be Melbourne Victory, Western United. So there's a few teams rolling around down there vying for those uh, third, fourth, fifth sort of positions. Um, yeah, as you say, Melbourne Victory, Western United, and yeah, none awarding. None awarding. So um, yeah, very exciting, very exciting for the Suns. Um, something to look forward to. And yeah, big challenge. I think, yeah, they, well, they, they certainly want to stay in MPL two and this gives them a lifeline this season to do that. So I'll was, get down to that. I'll, yeah. I'll, wherever that is, there was uh, there was yeah, someone else big. rolling around in the MPL too. Just uh, Suns would come up against him in a couple of weeks, wasn't there? There was, yes, mate. Um, you brought this to my attention. This is very exciting as well. Um, Melbourne Victory star Kasuke Honda. Yeah, um, Jap- Japan played the AC Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's playing for Kings, Kingston City. He started on the bench on the weekend. So why is he doing that? So he'll be, I don't know, mate. So he'll, <laughs> you better ask him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why? Out. So the Suns will take on him in a couple of weeks, which mm. is quite crazy, um, to be honest. But well, 
yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah, I awesome. guess while we're while we're talking soccer and while I've got the mic as well, Go I'll on. roll into some some CBL chat. Um, yeah, as as is every week, another big week. Um, Shep South got a got another big win and and Tat got a got it done over Shep United two nil. Um, in the twos or the seniors for the Shepherd and Jaguars, um, Shep South got a three one win in the the League Two Men's Cup, and uh, Tatura um, their League Two Women's team. Are through to the cup final, I believe, um, with a, a big win there. Zach? Fantastic. Gators? Well, yeah, the Gators had another close win. Went down to RMIT, uh, the, the Bandura Sports Centre, down there, faced the Redbacks. Um, yeah, it was a 90-87 win, but it was a, a come-from-behind win for the uh, for the Gators. They were trailing uh, pretty well all day, um, and then it was a Garrett Jefferson uh, explosion in the last quarter that got him over the line. Uh, 20 points out of his 31 coming in the, in the final stanza. So, you know, you, as, you know as is on, you, you, you bring the player in from the States or overseas and you expect them to deliver. And uh, Garrett has certainly done that uh, for the Gators. They were, they were eight points down at, uh, at three-quarter time. And, yeah, Josh, Josh Wade just talking to him. He said, yeah, it was dumb. You know, Garrett just, uh, you know, got it in his, uh, got in his own and, yeah, got them over the line. That the defense sort of stood up as well. So yeah, it's a, another close win. That's two. That's two close wins in a row for the Gators. So you know they're showing they're able to grind out. And then those, uh, home final secured. Yes. So that means third spot on the ladder is secured. They can't go up, can't go down. So with two games left, it'll you now it'll just all be about uh, preparing for that first final, which will be at home, which is great for all the loyal fans who um yeah have supported the team so well. Um, this season, so yeah, these are You'll these be next down two there? weeks. Yeah, mate, I'll be down there for sure. So these are these next two weeks. I'll be away from home, starting with a trip to Bellarine this weekend, which will be a big one. They're in fourth, uh, so yeah, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's an exciting time for the Shepherd and Gators. So yeah, if you're in town and love your basketball, get down and have get a look at this. Them. Yeah, this uh, this final mm. will be an, an absolute ripper. Very good, Zach. Uh, this weekend, there's a couple of uh, sporting events happening. Um, Daniel, can you reel it through for us? Oh, the, uh, the, yeah, I, I was writing about it today, actually. It uh, escaped my mind briefly there. The, the GVHA is having their Premier League day. So I think Essendon and another team whose name escapes me <laughs> will be battling it out, um, two of the, yeah, the sort of Premier uh, hockey teams in Victoria. So it's going to be a big day down at the Shepparton uh, Hockey Complex. So, uh, yeah, get down there if you are into hockey or if you just want a, a day out and hopefully some good weather and, and to see some real high-level um, yeah, high level mm. sport down at the Smurf turf. Around is it. that what they call it? Is That's it. it. Yeah, Smurf <laughs> turf. Um, very good. And we've got the Nepal Victoria Association champs on Sunday, oh, which yeah. the GVL are heading down. The uh, Open Nepal outfit and the fifteen and under team are heading down. So best of luck to all the yeah all the girls playing in um, those two teams this weekend. Best of luck. Um, the GV are reigning champions uh, in the Open Netball, so hopefully Ty Hanslow and the girls can get the job done. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. And, yeah, this weekend's going to be a very big day for one uh, Tatura uh, player in Link Wellington. He runs out for his 300th uh, senior game at the Bulldogs. Um, they take on a Chuka on Saturday. So best of luck, Link. Um, yeah, hopefully... Yeah, yeah, it's a memorable day for you, mate. It's mm. going to be a, a tough assignment for the doggies against the Chuka, but um, yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, stranger things have happened, and and yeah, they can get the job done for you, mate. Um, yeah, Link's had a pretty remarkable career, uh, so that's going to be a good celebration of um, yeah everything that he's been able to achieve in his football journey. Um, that doesn't look like slowing, slowing down either at the ripe yeah. old age of 43. He's uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, well, he said, yeah, he, you know, in his career, he's played over 450 games of senior footy and not, not one in the reserves. Is that correct? Uh, he's played a couple of reserve games um, when he was yeah growing up in up in Queensland uh, for Labrador, I think, he was saying to me. Um, but yeah, he hasn't played a reserves game at, at Tat or at Namurka when he was there as well, or Merrigan. Incredible effort that so, that is, yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty dumb that. Certainly not a, uh, a midday warrior. I think that's for sure. <laughs> no, I did say that to him. I was like, "Any chance of joining me, mate, in the in the main game?" And he just laughed. Yeah. <laughs> he's um no, he's a ripper fellow, Link. Um, and yeah, chatting to him the other night, he, you know, he's not one to to really lap up all this um you know talk about his three hundred. He's pretty happy to just keep flying under the radar. Um, but no, it when you. 
when you get up and play 300 games of you know senior football at one club, it's a pretty massive achievement. So um, yeah, I said to him, you should be pretty proud of yourself. So now nah, best of luck, Link, um, for this weekend. Fantastic. Um, we'll move on now to Daniel's favourite segment, um, can, can, Canteen Chat. And I think it's, it's both our favourite segment, mate. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll claim it. But yeah, there's a little bit to report. Yeah, I had my first chicken steak. Um, really? It, wow. it went down very well. Pop the cherry, how'd it go? Pop the cherry, went down very well. Um, you know, down at Shep Swan's uh, Princess Park, yeah, just just decided to get one. And yeah, I mean, I haven't, haven't looked back since. Onion, coleslaw. A lot um, tasted very nice, so I enjoyed myself. Fantastic! I was also a big fan of the uh, Shep Swan's Canteen. Got myself a hot dog and some chips, and it was uh, very good. So, yeah, all, 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 all positive from from me today. Yeah, Aiden, did you uh, try any delicacies on the weekend? I did, mate. Um, I was where was I? I was at Tap Park on Saturday, and I tell you what, those schnitzel cheese and gravy rolls that. The uh, the volunteers down at Chichura whip up each week are pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I ate one and I was like, mate, oh, I could, could definitely fill another one in. <laughs> like, I could fit one in, like two in. I reckon. Yeah. Like, they're seriously, they're dangerous. Um, and then where was I on Sunday? It was, uh, yeah, Princess Park. And I'd already eaten before I went down to the, uh, the NCAA Grand Finals. But like, when it's, yeah, it was shivering and wet and cold and I was like no I need some hot food Went, walked over and asked what they had left and then I think uh, from memory they only had a, uh, a few dimmies and potato cake and yeah that was about it so just asked for a couple of dimmies and yeah you end up giving me four so oh, I uh, locked out living life love yeah. it so Tra- good. Travi Murdoch if you listen to mate uh, thank you very much for the extra dimmies and they were probably the best dimmies I've ever ever had I reckon ever had cool. that's a big call oh, so mate. Swan's Canteen better, better than uh, South Melbourne dim sims oh, really and they're elite and man, yeah, these ones were just like the right like they were just whew, yeah good temperature they were good we love it. We love to see it. Um, James, yeah, did you uh, get anywhere on your day off? I uh, did not, mate, no. Um, look, all this canteen chat, boys, one of these weeks I'm going to get down. I'm, I'm going to have something to report. So, uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll believe it when I say it. There we go. Well, that's just, that's just about it, isn't it, mate? Yeah, I reckon. Let's get out of here. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> all right. You've been listening to another episode of the Rundown Podcast. Uh, James, Daniel, Zach, thanks as always, for you, your input Thanks and for everyone tuning in at home. Thank you. Thanks for uh, your company, and we'll catch you next week on the Rundown Podcast. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media.